We know making money from the bank and earning a passive income is close to impossible nowadays. So in today's episode, I actually have the CEO of Celsius. Now Celsius is a crypto bank. It's about unbanking yourself and not becoming friends with your bank. And in this interview, we're gonna to cover topics like staking, rewards, as well as NFTs and a Bitcoin prediction. So please sit back, enjoy, because when people like this do come and give out some information, it's probably worthwhile listening to. Alex, so good to have you on the channel. How are you? Great, great. Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate it. Um, for those who don't know who Alex is, I'm, I'm sure I've given the intro, but he's the CEO of Celsius. Um, so look, we're going to start with some real beginner stuff. You know, uh, if someone's come onto the channel, don't know what Celsius is, uh, apart from thinking it's temperature, um, give us some insight as to what Celsius is and what you guys do. Sure. Yeah. So, so this new amazing invention called the blockchain, right? And and <clears throat> on top of it, there was another invention called Bitcoin. And uh, on top of that, uh, we we re really realized, gosh, we can pay interest on Bitcoin. We can do loans on Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these other digital assets. So Celsius really invented this category or created the the whole idea that you can earn yield, earn interest. On your stable coins, on your dollars, Canadian dollars, Australian dollars, and so on. And also, you can take very cheap loans, 1% loans. Uh, you can get a credit card, you can do all kinds of other things. So, all these things run on a blockchain instead of running on the kind of traditional banking infrastructure. And uh, Celsius acts in your best interest. So instead of trying to extract fees and uh, make money on your money and then give it to all the shareholders. Celsius does all the hard work and then gives it to the to its customers. Every Monday we pay you yield. We, we put more coins in your wallet. So if you have stable coins, suddenly you have more stable coins. You have Bitcoin, you have more Bitcoin. Uh, you don't have to do anything. We do all the hard work. And uh, so it's really doing good and then doing well, right? So those are the kind of principles of what the company is based on. We are about five years old. We have a million, 1.6 million customers and over 20 billion in assets. So definitely one of the most successful uh, projects in crypto. Well, I was going to ask you, uh, how big is Celsius? You know, uh, you started giving me some numbers there and um, I think it would be really good for, I guess, the credibility piece for a lot of people hearing it for the first time. Sure. So, so credibility has to do with how consistent are you? For example, Okay, uh, did you pay interest every week since you were founded? The answer is yes, I, we never missed a payment. How much did you pay? We paid over a billion dollars to our community. That's more, I think it's more than all of our competitors put together, right? So, so if you, you measure it, you have to measure it in actual payments, not in bragging about numbers or whatever, right? So uh, uh, then again, are you acting in the community's best interest? Did they ever lose money with you? No, they didn't. We never had a hack. Uh, they never stole from us and so on. So, so, so for us, measurement uh, of success is how well is our community doing? Now, I'm personally, I'm the largest user of Celsius. So I have a few hundred million dollars on the platform. So I kind of build it for myself. And then 1.6 million people showed up and said, hey, can I sit next <laughs> to you on the bus and earn the same yield? And, and the answer is yes. Everybody at Celsius earns the same yield on Bitcoin, the same, gets the same type of loan so the, the, the person with $100 is treated exactly the same way as the person with $100 million. Wow. You don't really see that anywhere. You know, if you see traditional finance or as you like to call trad five, uh, when you look in that world, it's 
you know, you've got tiers. And as soon as you get to the high tiers, you get a different product altogether, right? Yep. So if you're rich, they don't charge you any fees. But if you're poor, man, the fees are just, they hit you left and right. So, so uh, Celsius does not charge any fees, not, none whatsoever. Guess who pays all of that yield? Who pays us so we can pay our community? The institutions that normally charge you fees, because we've got to be big enough, we can force them to pay us to borrow Bitcoin, to put uh, Ethereum on exchanges, to get liquidity on DeFi, to stake these tokens with the different projects, to do Bitcoin mining. These are all the things Celsius does on your behalf. And in turn, that income turns into yield because if you have 1% of the pool, you get 1% of that distribution, right? So you get, you wow. get fair share of the money working on your behalf. And that's really what banks uh, who are not your, our friends, by the way, banks are not your friends. All right, here, I'll show it to you. you know? <laughs> I love that t-shirt. <laughs> So, so that's what banks used to do. A hundred years ago, they used to do that. They used to care for you. They, you know, you had a local branch and the branch manager lived next to you. And if you took a mortgage, they, they checked up on you. They see how, so you do it. The profits from the bank went to the local school or they built a help to open the local pizza shop. All of that disappeared, right? Now loans, the second they're issued, they're already sold to Germany or Japan or somebody else. And there is no connection between the person who took the loan and the person who owns that loan. So, so really Celsius brings back that relationship because when you take a loan, you are taking it from the community. The community is the one funding your loan. When you uh, uh, put more coins to work, you are empowering Celsius. You're making Celsius more powerful because now we have, we have over 150,000 Bitcoin, one of the largest holders of Bitcoin in the world. We paid over 5,000 Bitcoin in interest to our community in yield, right? So wow. these are astronomical numbers. Now without Celsius, none of that would ever happen. Why? Because when you hold your coins on exchanges, they make money of the coins. They just don't give it to you. I guess on that, on that front, it's like people don't really understand how that side works, you know, with staking and, you know, you're just putting on an exchange and it's like, oh, yes, they're taking care of us. But, you know, sometimes they're not really looking out for you, are they? They're not. I mean, look, all these guys um, took, instead of taking the best ideas from Wall Street and implementing them on the blockchain, they brought the worst ideas from Wall Street. Huh? The fees, even right now, the fees in crypto are higher than the fees in the banking world. When you buy Bitcoin, you pay higher fees than if you bought Tesla stock or if you bought Facebook stock. And why is that? It's supposed to be the new system. It's supposed <laughs> to be the new, the new revolution. But we took the worst habits from Wall Street and brought them over. And every one of us has to decide, are we voting for the people who are acting in our best interest? Or are we voting for the people who are now charging us even higher fees than what we used to get in the old world, you know? Yeah, wow. So that's really what's at stake. And now I, I guess staking is a big thing, right? So earning yield on your tokens. Some people, you know, I spoke to someone yesterday and they were like, you can earn passive income on your tokens. Um, so it still seems relatively new for people, but you're saying not only can you stake, but you can also use that token for collateral and take out a loan against it, right? Yes. Yeah, so there's many new utilities and those utilities are creating 
different use cases. And if there are more utilities, then more people will join, right? More people will come from TradFi to CFI or DeFi. So those are really the, the things that Celsius is helping develop, helping expand on. And, uh, you know, we continue to innovate. We're about 800 people now. It's unbelievable how fast we've grown. I think uh, beginning of last year, we were 40. So, wow. Yes, crazy. Yeah, that is insane numbers. And I guess you at the head of the ship, um, you know, I'm sure you've got numerous things happening all the time. Uh, how do you sort of manage your time? How do you best manage your time in terms of balancing lifestyle and balancing work? You obviously love this stuff, but I find it interesting to know how you get the balance. So look, people ask me that every day, right? They're like, uh, how do you have the energy? And then, you know, we do, we also do like uh, twice a week, we do like AMAs. So I do uh, a YouTube AMA on Fridays. I do a Twitter Spaces AMAs on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, we spend a few hours with the community answering questions and everything else. And Look, all the energy comes from the community. I wake up in the morning, there's at least 10 or 15 emails in my inbox uh, telling me, thank you, Alex, you really changed my life. You're helping me out. I can, I can see the future now. I can pay my bills. Um, so, so when you're helping people, that gives you a tremendous amount of energy, right? And, and again, doing good first, uh, then doing well. So, and we've proven that there is a business model in which you can give almost everything back to your community and still create an amazing business, right? Because most people say, come on, you got to give all the stuff to the shareholder. Well, I, I'm the largest shareholder. So, uh, you know, I rather give it to and share it with everyone than just put more money in my pocket. This is my, you know, Celsius uh, 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 is my third unicorn, right? So it's not like I'm doing it for the money, you know? Uh, but I'm, 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 I have a lot of... Uh, passion for this. I want to make the world a better place. I want to help people who can't help themselves. And here, the beauty about Celsius is, is it's not like you're getting a PhD in economics, and then you'll be able to make really smart investments. And 20 years from now, you're going to make a little bit of money, right? The whole point is that you don't need to know anything. You, you just need to decide, okay, I'm allocating some money to digital assets. And then who do I trust? Who is this uh, platform that I'm going to trust to act in my best interest. So those are really the main two decisions, right? And then we do all the heavy lifting of making sure that these assets are working for you, making yield instead of just sitting uh, in your wallet, not doing anything. And, and that's so beautiful, like, you know, to understand that it's, you know, as a founder or as a, as a CEO, it's not just about, you know, hey, few extra dollars in my pocket. I'm sure you've got plenty there to, you know, live a comfortable life, whether it's on a, uh, you know, beach on Bali or whatever. But with regards to staking, what are the sort of risks? You know, uh, I get asked that all the time. Oh, look, Ravi, if I've got, you know, $200,000 and I can earn, say, 10% here, but I can earn, you know, 0.25 here, I at least have a peace of mind. What are we sort of looking at in terms of risk and insurance and things like that? Yeah, so yield, staking, rewards, those are all different things. Like I know a lot of people confuse these things. They think the tokens and coins are the same things. So really, again, you have to do your homework. You have to understand the basics. You can't just blindly trust uh, uh, any person or any project uh, just because you get excited and you heard that other people made money uh, here or there. So, so let's just break it down. Let's talk about it. So uh, so Celsius specializes in yield. Yield is something that you earn uh, through 
basically the deployment of these assets just through loans or through a uh, uh, basically again um, uh, providing uh, financial instruments or financial uh, uh, services to large financial institutions uh, that is not staking staking normally is when you have a project that promises you certain rewards. So a project says, look, a Solana or Cardano or somebody else says, look, I'm gonna go to my coffers and I'm gonna pay you a little bit of tokens every month to keep you interested in my projects. But really it's, that's inflation, meaning they're printing or they're grabbing new tokens and they're just giving them to you. So if the yield is 18%, but the inflation is 20%, the inflation of the number of coins in circulation that you didn't do anything, you didn't earn anything really, because just like with the US dollar, the government gave you, US government gave it $1,200, but they printed $10 trillion. So did you really get come ahead? Did your savings increase by 40%? Because that's how much more dollars they printed over the last two years. So, so most people don't understand that. They think, oh, I'm getting new tokens. Come on, I'm making all this money. So you have to understand, is it yield that is earned? Like for us, yield is being paid to us by institutions in the form of Bitcoin, in the form of Ethereum, right? And so on, versus me just printing more and more tokens, creating more inflation. So, so it's very important that if you believe in a project, you understand the economics, you understand the drivers, the things that make uh, the token tokenomics or token economics work. And for example, Celsius has a deflationary uh, token. I want to take a second here just to pause and let you know that you can actually use Celsius. There's a link in the description below which allows you, once you deposit $400 worth of any token, you actually unlock $50 worth of free Bitcoin. And of course, you can leave it in there longer term, earn some yield exactly like I'm doing. But there's a link in the description below if you are interested. Now back to the interview. Is deflationary good or bad? Most people will say, oh, deflation. I heard on the news that's really bad. <laughs> but what is deflation? You go to sleep you wake up and there's less tokens competing with you for your tokens. That is a good thing, right? Inflation is a bad thing. Even a little bit of inflation is a bad thing in a world where you wake up and there's more of whatever you already have, right? So, so we need to understand how this stuff works and then you have to choose the things that you believe in. So for example, stable coins, these are things that are tied or attached to a US dollar or Australian dollar. Those earn, for example, seven or eight percent, right? Compared to your bank, which is giving you maybe half of one percent, right? So, how is it possible that Celsius can pay seven percent and your bank can only pay half of one percent, right? Now, is your bank profitable? Very profitable, right? Can they pay you more? Can they pay you two or three percent? Of course, they can. Why don't they pay you more? Because they don't have to, because the <laughs> bank across the street also pays half of one percent. So the true value of money, the true uh, uh, ability of the money to make additional money through loans and other services depends on the demand, depends on what institutions are willing to pay for stable coins, for Bitcoin, for Ethereum, talk about borrowing these assets, not, not buying and selling them, but borrowing them so they could do market making or arbitrage or uh, uh, all kinds of other uh, financial services. So Celsius, provides that service, right? We aggregate stable coins, for example, and then we lend them out to institutions and we extract as much as possible of the institutions and share it with our community. So those are the 
kind of basic principles that you need to understand if you're planning to get into this business. Just jumping on some protocol because it's doing 60% annualized APY, and you think you're going to get rich on that, you got to be very careful with those things. Oh, 100%. I mean, the amount of messages I've had around that as well is like, look, if someone's offering you something that sounds too good to be true in any form of life, you've got to start asking questions and doing some research. Now, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you, you guys are looking at, uh, you know, credit cards and, you know, debit cards. Is that sort of in play at the moment with Celsius? Have you guys already announced that? Are you guys working on that this year? Yeah, so we'll be launching the first card in June. And it's first going to be launched in the United States. We're going to make sure that everything works and so on and so on. And then really open it uh, to the broader community. And uh, uh, we do have many other services. So you, right now you can basically, uh, we have on-ramps. So you can buy tokens or coins inside the app. You can earn yield, like we talked about, right, on 53 different assets. You can take a loan, right? So if you need to borrow against your assets, you don't have to sell it and then pay taxes on it, right? You're deferring your taxes. Uh, you can do swaps. You can, in the app, go between one asset and another. You, we, there's no fees and no spreads, right? So we beat Celsius. You can do a $10 transaction or a $100 transaction and beat the price that institutions get when they to ask for a quote for a million dollars, right? Why? Because we are an institution. We work with other institutions. And we decide to give you exactly the same quote. The same quote we get, you get, right? No spreads, wow. no fees, nothing else, just for being a Celsius customer. So other people charge you fees on everything, right? They make money by charging you small fees on everything. Celsius makes all of its money from charging institutions, other people, fees, so we can give you all these services for free. That's really the innovation in the business model, right? So we didn't just invent yield and all kinds of other things. We also invented the business model in which you, the customer, gets to keep all of that, right? You get to keep everything uh, versus us charging you fees and grabbing more and more pieces of your... Every time you move something, right, the banks and, and the financial institution charge you fees. They need to spreads. get a little bit out, right? They need to get their little pockets lined up, huh? <laughs> right. They charge you withdrawal fees, right? We pay for your gas fees when you withdraw money from Celsius. We're so confident that we have the best product that if you want to leave us, we will pay the fees that are the blockchain charge you to leave, right? To take your money out. <laughs> it's, it's, really that. That, it's the upside down world, right? When people sort of think about blockchain and what you guys are doing as, as a traditional bank, right? Or a crypto bank. You compare that to what you're doing here in the traditional finance world. It's um, they're taking everything at every step. You guys are sort of going, how do we provide more value to the community? And that, I guess, is the long-term win. I guess uh, moving forward, you guys have seen incredible growth, right, on the platform. What do you see happening in the next sort of five to 10 years? Not just with, you know, Bitcoin's price, and we'll get the price predictions because everyone loves that. But I reckon, you know, in terms of crypto as a whole, you guys as a business, do you guys see a lot more happening with people coming across from traditional finance? So, you know, in the United States, uh, I think CNN did a survey about uh, uh, who are the favorite and least favorite uh, things for, that people are willing to do. And the dentist, going to the dentist scored higher or better than going to the bank, okay? That's how much love uh, banks have with their customers, you know? so. So Celsius really doesn't have to do much. We just need to convince people that they can trust us. We just need to continue delivering on the things that I talked about uh, for the last 20 minutes. And, 
and and the rest is just uh, there, right? I mean, the bank. I don't see banks changing their ways, right? They're not going to wear T-shirts that say uh, "Crypto is not your friend," you know. So, so I think we we really have an opportunity here to bring billions of people, not millions of people, but billions of people from TradFi to crypto. As long as we continue to deliver and we continue to scale, keep everything safe, and and that's really our mission, and and uh, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, no, I, th I think you're onto something. Uh, I guess going on to a bit more uh, a different sort of uh, pace here, NFTs in the metaverse, right? Um, so people who follow the channel know that I, I love this space. Um, what are your thoughts on, I guess, the overall idea that we're going to live in this metaverse, but then also getting into NFTs? Have you guys looked at lending against, you know, NFTs specifically? Well, I, I think my kids already live there. Uh, I think they... they... Their, their digital persona is much more important to them than their physical persona, right? So, so, uh, so they're running a little bit ahead of all of us. And uh, it's definitely with all of the creativity and everything that's happening on Web3, I think uh, that is the future. But, uh, you know, it, it takes a while. It doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. So for all those people who are saying, next year, we're all moving to the metaverse. No, <laughs> okay? It's not... The, it's not going to happen that fast. So, so I think it's an evolution, right? So right now, kind of the fight is over money, over internet protocol, right? Like how do we take money that lives in traditional finance and we migrate it to this new infrastructure, blockchains and everything else? And, and then how do we tie gaming and other experiences with that new digital money, right? With the, with the, uh, digital assets with crypto uh, assets with tokens with gaming tokens right all these different things have their own lives and they're all uh, networks right they're not interconnected they're all kind of their own little things and web3 is supposed to unite all of that together and it's easy to say web3 but it's very hard to build it and to make it work together you saw what happened to uh, Facebook when they tried to launch a semi, uh, uh, you know, their version of a stable coin and then try to tie mm -hmm. it into the metaverse and call themselves meta. And, and I think they're now in, going in reverse instead of uh, the metaverse, you know? So, so it's not easy, right? It's not easy for, for Facebook. It's not easy for Celsius. And it really comes down to, are your customers, do they appreciate what you're doing? Do they love your services? Are they sticking with you? Or they're just peppering stuff all across and they're gonna, they haven't decided really who they're gonna get married with, right? So, but the fight, the fight is over all the money in the world, right? All, we know that all the money in the world is gonna migrate from TradFi and, and uh, those banks uh, to this new Web3 universe. And I guess, you know, on that note of metaverse not being around, you know, we're not gonna be there in like two weeks' time. Uh, how, you know, what's your time horizon? Are you sort of seeing that we slowly make our way there in say 10 years time? Or do you think it sort of goes, there's a moment there and everyone's gonna flip? So look, I, I, I was involved in creating Voice of IP, right? We're talking about money of IP. I was involved in Voice of IP and, and it's now over 30 years later, right? 30 years have passed wow. since I started working on it. And, and still almost half of the world not using Voice of IP. So, me and you, we live on Zoom and we use, uh, you know, but most people still have a phone and they call to the phone company and, right? So, so it takes a long time. So when you talk about money and having people change their ways about money, that takes even longer because 
If I use uh, Skype and I don't like it, I'll switch to Zoom. If I don't like Zoom, I'm going to switch to WhatsApp, right? Like this, right? Nothing is holding me back. And if I make a mistake, nothing happens. I didn't lose anything, right? Okay, I had a bad connection. I'm going to create a good connection. Yep. You put your money in a bad place on in crypto. You're never going to see it again. <laughs> so you, you can't just go and say, oh, the Skype connection was horrible. I'm just going to try again somewhere else. There is no recovery. Right. And there's a lot of bad people uh, lurking around trying to entice you to make a mistake and take all that money away from you. So we really need to be much more diligent, much more careful when we bring all these people to make sure that they don't lose their life savings just because they're excited or because they want to look cool or because they're showing their friends their private key and saying, look, here's my private key. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, you know, when, when you're talking people about. Yeah, yeah, go for it. No, say pe people send me their private key and ask me, "Is this my private key?" Wow, <laughs> that's that's how early we are, right? Is that we don't this even know proper security, yes. and and I guess with that uncertainty around security, volatility, you have people make mistakes, and scammers love that. You know, they've found a whole new place they can find this new money. People don't know what they're doing. Let's go take them for a run, right? Yes, yeah. Unfortunately, of course. Again, we're trying to protect them. We're trying to create an environment in which they, can mis they can't make these mistakes. Uh, at Celsius, you don't even know there are keys. You never see the keys, right? Somebody else is handling everything for you, but you still get all the benefits, right? Yeah. And you can connect to the TradFi world and move money back and forth and do everything else. So, so why? Because we are trying to help you. We're not trying to <laughs> take your money away. <laughs> it's, uh, I think that um, it's going to be a, a bit of a journey for people to get their head around, hey, it's a bank trying to help us in a different world, right? It's a company trying to help us. Uh, so I've got a couple of last questions. Um, one is, do you own a Bored Ape? You know, Bored Ape Yacht Club, you know, it, it's a huge thing. Uh, are you in, involved at all? Yeah, so no apes, but uh, I definitely have a few punks. And uh, uh, so, uh, but no apes, I'm, I'm not into the apes, not into the apes thing, but we are launching some NFTs, uh, some uh, uh, partnerships or uh, related to NFTs with Celsius. We'll be announcing that in the next few weeks. So uh, uh, stay tuned. Yeah, that's very exciting. And, and I guess we'll finish off with what your thoughts are with crypto in general, right? With the price action that we've seen, we sort of expected that there was going to be a bit more happening with price action, parabolic move, four-year cycles. Where are we at now? You know, I know that for some people, they invest for the long term, 10 years, 20 years, and they know where it's probably going to be. Where, what are your thoughts? You know, 2022, what's happening to Bitcoin? What's happening to Ethereum? People love this. <laughs> well, so obviously we had a head fake with the Ukraine. Uh, before that, we had a head fake with Corona. We had, we had several head fakes in the last uh, two or three years that really slowed down the kind of uh, um, meteoric rise of Bitcoin. <clears throat> but it's, that's a good thing. It allows more people to join at lower prices, right? So I don't see it necessarily as a bad thing. And if you're patient and you huddle, it doesn't matter if it took two years or four years or five years or whatever. So many more people are joining. Uh, but the number of Bitcoin is still the same. It's not like Satoshi somehow rewrote the code and went from 21 million Bitcoin. He said, you know what? Let's make it 42 or 84 or whatever million Bitcoin. No, it's still 21 million Bitcoin. And so many people 
are losing their keys, right? They're sending it to their friends. They don't, they forgot about where they put it. That actually the number of Bitcoin that will ever exist or ever transact is probably closer to like 19 million or 18 million, right? So, so because of that, if you have millions of people joining crypto or, uh, and they all want a Bitcoin or a fraction of a Bitcoin and the number of Bitcoin hasn't changed, the opposite, it's decreased the price is going to go up. There's no question that the price is going to go up over time. So you just need to be patient, right? And we've been uh, telling people, you know, like when you join exchanges, they entice you to trade because that's how they make money. Every time you move, every time you buy or sell or do anything, they make a fee. Celsius asks you to do the opposite. All we're asking you to do is sit on your hands, huddle, hold on to dear life. Do not move the coins. Do not sell them. Do not trade them. Do not try to pick the market up and down, right? Because that's where most of us make mistakes. We get nervous, we get scared, and we sell at the bottom of the market. And then we never, we never say, oh my God, look at me. I'm a genius. I sold at the top of the market and I bought at the bottom of the market, right? So human psychology usually results in the opposite action. And again, exchanges love it. They love that you're moving around and and you're scared and they keep sending you messages telling them, look at the news, it's so scary. Don't you wanna sell something? Look at the news, it's amazing. Don't you wanna buy something? That's all they care about. So, so Celsius has built a business model that is actually aligned with your interests. It's trying to do the opposite of what all these guys are trying to do when they are just trying to extract fees out of you. And because of that, we're walking hand in hand towards financial freedom, right? We're trying to help people navigate towards financial freedom. And, and that's what people need to understand. What is my allocation to crypto? Is it 5%, 10%, 20%? Which assets I'm gonna choose? Okay, maybe I'll put half in Bitcoin and 25% in Ethereum, and I'll have some stable coins that earn yield. So I have some income, right? All those things are decision you have to make. And when people ask me, okay, but how do I make, how do I know that I bought enough Bitcoin? How, where's the formula, the magic for, you have an Excel spreadsheet you can send me that actually tells me what to buy. And I'm like, listen, it's much simpler than that, right? And like, what, how can it be simple? It's Bitcoin, you know, <laughs> Bitcoin. Everything you don't understand about computers combined with everything you don't understand about money, that's Bitcoin, right? <laughs> so, so the answer is actually very simple. If you sleep well at night, you bought some Bitcoin and you sleep like a baby, that means you don't have enough Bitcoin, okay? And if you bought some Bitcoin and you can't sleep at night, that means you have too much Bitcoin, okay? So for You're gonna find person, that happy medium, right? <laughs> exactly, but for each person, that is a different number because it's a different percentage of their net worth. It's a different percentage. If you, if you don't take any risks, then a few Satoshis might be too much for you. And if you're a huge risk taker, uh, you might have half of your money in Bitcoin, you'll be sleeping like a baby, right? So it depends on who you are, what's your aspiration, how old you are, and so on, so on. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not your accountant. Go talk to the professionals uh, and then sleep one night and see what happens. Are you <laughs> Uh, comfortable or you're not comfortable and then you can make take the appropriate action that's the perfect test right even for me when i buy something if i can sleep well at night it's good if i wake up the next morning a bit anxious i think it's time to rebalance <laughs> that's right no i appreciate your time alex if is there any sort of closing notes that you have for uh, the community anything you want to let uh, leave them with 
So we talked about doing good and then doing well, right? So, so if you're doing well, uh, you know, you have to do good. And doing good means you have to go and, and educate other people. You have to convince other people to at least look and learn about this new universe, right? About all this new stuff that we're talking about, right? Because it might be easy for you. You're technical, you, you have a history or experience in finance and you picked it up like this and you just fell through the rabbit hole. Most people have to take a long route down the rabbit hole, you know, in circles. If, you, if it's easy for you, then educate others. That's what I'm doing here, right? I'm sharing with you my knowledge. And then you, I, hopefully you will learn a little bit and then you can go and start investigating, listening to other people, talking to people, friends and family and so on and so on. And then again, if you're doing good, if you're doing well, make do some good. Go uh, spread the news, show people that there is a different way. There is a way for all of us to win together, right? Here, we're all winning together and the losers are the banks. Now, in what scenario, in what universe, we all win and the banks lose, right? Only in crypto. <laughs> and that's, that's what revolutionizes the whole thing. That's why I love it here. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alex. That's I right. appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see if my predictions come true, right? We'll see if Bitcoin breaks 100,000 by the end of this year. Done. I love it. We got a, we got a price prediction out of you. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know if you are interested in more interviews like this. Obviously, I can work on the video and the audio component, uh, but do let me know and who you would like to see. So definitely let me know in the comments down below. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel and obviously share this out to someone that doesn't really know how crypto works, how you can earn passive income versus just putting it in your bank account, because we're all on this road to financial freedom together. So if you guys have enjoyed this, definitely smash that like button and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.